to Southern Man Western Town. Southern Man Western Town. I am your host, Jeff Lawrence, or J.S. Lawrence, whatever floats your boat. Today, I have an interview with the Phantom Lady. That's right, the Phantom Lady calling me from Nashville. Um, go to the website, the Phantom Lady, and check it out, and you'll kind of understand the story loosely based on the Phantom of the Opera type thing, but it really doesn't have it. She has a lot more going on than that. It's not really, I wouldn't say it was based on that. Maybe the character is, but the Phantom Lady, and you're going to love all her music. If you like Evanescence and things like that, you're going you're gonna to love it. And uh, you'll write up after this uh, little intro here, I'm going to play Shadows by Phantom Lady. Really enjoyed the interview and Glad she had time to call in. You know, the uh, the perpetual pickle party that's penetrated the podcast, say that real fast five times, has, has all but come to an end. I've had a lot of females on the show lately, like four in a row maybe, and got one next week too, which I'm glad about because I have too many pickles participating in the podcast if you know what I mean. Anyway, uh, looks like things opened back up and now they may be shutting back down out there. I don't know what's going on. I uh, haven't heard anything yet. I'm still getting gigs. I've got probably nine or ten gigs on the horizon. So I got one this coming. Whoop, heard my guitar there. This coming Sunday at a Hopkins uh, Brew Pub. I always get this wrong. Hopkins Brewery, Hopkins Brew Pub, I believe it's called. It's in Sugar House. First time playing there, playing a brunch show next Sunday the 8th um, with uh, Doug Wright, the guy that's been playing bass with me for a while. And then Levi Allerton uh, is going to play drums with me. I never even 
met him. <laughs> he's going to show up and play drums. He's good, though. He's uh, I know of him. I know his playing, so it's going to be awesomeness. Anyway, after that, I'll see, in two weeks from then, on the 21st, I have a show opening up for Balls Capone over at, um, what the hell is it called, Funk and Dive in Ogden. It's right under, like, the Harp and the Hound, I think, the restaurant's called, it's underneath there. And then uh, I'm going to have a show the very next day on that Sunday, the 22nd, up in Park City, Park Silly Market. Um, the week after that, the 28th, I'll be playing at, back at Hopkins Brew Pub again. Then, I think September 1st at the library in Park City. And, got some stuff after that. I know I just booked a gig in October at the S-Hell. I think that's on the 29th, if I'm not mistaken. And I've got a gig, uh, got a thing in, uh, November, um, at, Aces High in Salt Lake. I got a thing October 8th at the Notch Pub over in Camas, Utah. So I got some things cooking. Jeff Lawrence and Warhorse. Go to my website, djslawrence.com. Find all my music on uh, Spotify and Apple, iTunes, all that stuff, as well as the guest today, Phantom Lady. You can find all her music on there, too. Go to her website, though, and check it out. Check out the, the videos and stuff. Up next, interview with the Phantom Lady. And the shadows and my 
heart breaks for you. I see my pain through you. Good. And are you calling me from Nashville or? Yes. I actually live um, in a town called Hendersonville, which is 
not too far from Nashville proper, but it's more country. Yeah, I know where it is. I actually lived yeah. in Nashville for a bit. I'm, I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, but I'm uh, I do the show out of Utah. I live up in northern Utah now. <laughs> oh, nice. Are you uh, originally from Nashville, or? So I'm originally. I was born in Alaska, um, so very far north. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I grew up in Vermont, um, and kind of grew up in a very um, slightly remote um, little town. It's called Jeffersonville. It's near Stowe. So, um, you know, grew up in the pretty much surrounded by forest and fields and. We had a farmer neighbor, so, um, and then after that, I lived in New York City for a few years, and then moved here, so. Okay, how are you liking it so yeah. far in Nashville area? I love it. Um, I love the fact that it's just such a great community here of creative, kind of like-minded people, people that just want to inspire each other and make art, and um, I also love the fact that you can have the city life, but then in a matter of 20 or 30 minutes, you can be outside of that. So it's like the best of both worlds for me. Yeah. It wasn't, when I lived, moved there, it was like 93 or something. It was a long time ago. So I, it wasn't quite the same way back then. Everybody was trying to be a, a Garth Brooks and stuff back then. So it was a little, yeah. <laughs> all, all the, all the 80s rockers and stuff hadn't moved into town yet. Um, so tell us a little bit about your music. I was, I've been listening to it, and it's uh, kind of hear some, some maybe Evanescence and Lana Del Rey kind of influences in there. Is it is that correct? <laughs> yeah, well, you're absolutely correct. Um, I usually I get it my... wrong. <laughs> What's that? I usually get it wrong when I guess the influences, but I guess I got it right <laughs> this time. Yeah, you did pretty well, sir. <laughs> um, so I, I draw my influences from a lot of different artists um just because growing up my mother would play so many different styles of music um but yes definitely evanescence um yeah i'm sure you've also noticed my kind of gothic aesthetic so that's very prevalent um in my music as well so i'm also i love musical theater my name actually comes from phantom of the opera that was kind of the inspiration behind the whole idea, the whole concept. So um, definitely, especially in the my most recent work that I've been working on, it's definitely got more of an operatic vibe as well, sort of like an opera rock. Um, but Depeche Mode was another big one for me. Yeah. Um, Alice in Chains, I love grunge music. I love hard rock. So um, definitely that. Uh yeah, and then also classical music. Um, I I definitely am influenced by Bach and Schubert, Chopin. Um, so there's just a whole lot of different styles there. But from the from what I've heard, the you know feedback from my album that I've been working on, uh, a lot of people the three top that they say I sound the most like is. Uh, Evanescence, Radiohead, and Enya. So okay. there you go. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we were me and my wife and I were just listening to Shadows before you called. She's a big time Evanescence fan, so she was she was she was definitely down with it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, as far I as the that, Jeff. 
As far as the classical influences there, so I'm assuming you're classically trained on the piano. Yeah, that's I have classical beginnings. Um, I took lessons throughout most of my youth, um, and I even learned a little bit how to play the church organ, which was very cool because I had my lessons in a church. Um, and yeah, so I simultaneously did piano and vocal opera lessons kind of at the same time I would do piano for the first hour and then vocal for the next half hour. So what about a uh, college Trent? Did you do uh, anything in college like that? Or I actually got my degrees in English and philosophy and religious studies. Um, I initially set out to do musical theater. So that's why I went to New York city in the first place was because I wanted to be close to Broadway um, and that whole world. Um, oh, okay. And then I I went to Marymount Manhattan College. So that's uh, close to Central Park, about a 30-minute walk to the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Um, very small, so it was very intimate. Uh, the learning was very intimate. And I took one English class. It was kind of, uh, it was like an elective course. And after that class, I just realized, I, I said to myself, you know I need to continue down this path. There's something um, pulling me toward the more like intellectual aspect of myself. So I ended up switching my major to English and then I added on philosophy and religious studies later um, and became obsessed with uh, the poet Dante. Um, So yeah, I spent... I wrote my thesis on him. I did independent studies on him and just totally enamored by his divine comedy. So um, I feel like without that background, I'm not sure if my lyrics would be as deep and poetic as they are. Um, so I'm very grateful for that background. But throughout that whole time, I was still doing shows. I had a, um, I have a friend named uh, Shige who is from Japan and him and me would do shows in Central Park, and we'd do church shows, and we would play together a lot uh, around town. So I still was doing that throughout the whole college experience, but I did not get my major in music. Yeah, well, that's good because I can hear that That kind of links all the Poe and stuff influences into the lyrics, into the music, though, so... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of all that stuff too. I've got a, I've got a really old version of a the Divine Comedy and, and a, a really old, oh. old collection of Poe books. That's amazing, Jeff. Yeah, I love that. Um, what I was going to ask too is, I, I mean, you obviously you play the piano, but when you do, when you play live, do you, you, I guess you have to switch it up to a keyboard. Yes. And, uh, and is actually it, it, did a show. Uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, what is it a big time difference in this sound? Do you have any struggles with getting the sound you want out of the keys versus the piano? Oh, that's a, that's an interesting question because I recorded my record that I've been working on. Um, I actually finished it a couple months ago, uh, but it was recorded on a Vos and Sons upright piano. It has a very bright, uh, very... Uh, you know, it's like there's nothing like that feeling of actually having a weighted key right. of a piano. So that you can't replace. But when I'm live, obviously, I can't bring that on stage right now. So um, I use a 
a Nord Electro, and I feel like the Nord is, like, by far the best keyboard, like, piano and organ sounds that I've heard as far as keyboards go. So that is a big help um, because it, though it doesn't have the weighted key, it still has the sound that I want. And, um, but like I said, nothing can replace that. So that is something I, I'm becoming more and more, <laughs> the more I work, the more I'm like, I really, really love analog. Like one day I just want to have all analog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, yeah. Yeah, at a lot of places, I, you can't really rely on the pianos if there is one at some of the places. Like, a lot of places I play have pianos, but they're all out of, out of tune. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so they're usually and then you're sitting, like, well. <laughs> yeah, they're usually sitting over in the corner with a thing of flowers on the top or something. Um, yeah. So what's a, do you ever, do, I guess you just play, you play around Nashville a lot, and uh, do you ever get outside of there much? or? Yeah, I play, um. And, like, I've, I've played in Hot Springs and Murfreesboro. Um, I definitely try to branch out because I know that, you know, my my fan base isn't all going to be in Nashville. Um, I would love to start going to neighboring states at some point, like Kentucky or or Georgia. Uh, I, I've been thinking about going to Florida maybe and doing some shows there. There's, there's a lot of ideas that I have. It's just a matter of executing them. Um, because I'm independent and I'm supporting myself. So yeah. a lot of it is on me and I don't have a lot of uh, financial support at the moment. So yeah. I know how that is. <laughs> yeah. It's just like how being smart business wise, try being a smart business decisions. Try, try being a smooth jazz guitarist in Utah. No, you'll not. I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't even play my own music at my shows. Um, oh no. But, uh, it really actually wasn't that much better in Atlanta because there was so much more people doing it. <laughs> so I probably do better here. Um, yeah. You're a, with your music, I I would say like New Orleans would be a good place too. Um, oh yeah, for sure. I the the Latin Quarter and that the cemetery. I've always wanted to go see that. Yeah, I, I stayed there for a, a little while. I think I learned more about music there than I did anywhere else. Um, but there, uh, and also when you were mentioning Florida, there's places like Sarasota and stuff that are kind of, I don't know what you would want to call it, kind of gothy areas <laughs> where they have a lot of, yeah. a lot of <laughs> I don't know what you would, but, uh, Yeah, I'm all about the, I'm all about the vibe, all about the aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, that's important. Now, the, now the stuff I've been listening to on Spotify, you, are you, did you say you had a new release that's just not out yet, or? Yeah, so, um. I had been working on these songs since uh, I lived in New York City. So some of these songs that you'll hear in the album that I'm going to be putting out are from my time in New York, and then I wrote some here. But um, I basically uh, started recording the entire album around when uh, quarantine hit in Nashville. So, um, I mean, there was like nothing to do. It really forced a lot of musicians to sit down with themselves and, and create things. I mean, what else are you supposed to do? Like when, when something like that happens, when you're thrown, you know, into a situation like that. So you turn to your art. Yep. So, um, there I met, um, my manager and producer, John Salloway, um, who's an Americana artist. He's 
amazing, super talented. Um, I met him at a church party back in January of 2020, I think. Um, no, it was a Christmas party. I'm sorry. It was a, a church Christmas party. Um, and then we kept in touch. And then when quarantine hit, we kind of just decided to, he, he said, come on down to my studio. We'll record a single. Well, a single ended up becoming another song and then <laughs> turned into a whole album. Yeah. So it's all, uh, it's all my original songs, all my arrangements. Um, and he plays guitar, bass, and drums on the album, and I'm piano, vocal, synthesizer, organ. Um, so that's, it's 10 songs. It's called In Bloom, and the idea, I took it from uh, Allison Chain's song called Down in a Hole. Oh, yeah, that's and probably one of my the, favorite song by them. Yeah, and one of the lines is, holding rare flowers in a tomb in bloom. So that's the idea, beauty emerging out of darkness. Mm. Um, so... I don't have a release date. Um, I'm still in the process of planning and executing, but yeah, hoping to put it out sometime this year. Oh, that'll be very cool. And uh, yeah, and are you gonna just do one release, like one track at a time, or the whole album at once? Or I'll probably do a single, and then I'll release the whole album together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a lot of people now are just releasing, you know, one one track at a time that's kind of what i'm going to start doing myself but uh yeah seems like everybody's doing that <laughs> but yeah <laughs> who knows anymore what the best thing to do is um yeah now as far as uh when you play live is it usually just you or usually um in the past it has been just me and myself on the piano but i've actually put a band together so this last friday um, I did a show at Mockingbird Theater, um, and it was the first time I've had more than just me playing my songs, and it was amazing. Um, you know, it's like I really let go, and uh, my friend Mike Caparola was on keys and organ um, and synthesizer and guitar, and then I was on piano and vocal, and my sister was actually on harmonies, and John was on drums. Oh, that's so there cool. Was, I bet that sounded yeah. really good. Yeah, I'm. I got it recorded professionally, so I'm going to be posting a video of that soon, hopefully. But yeah, it was incredible, and <laughs> you'll love this. One uh, audience member, um, he wrote something about the show, and he said that my style reminded him of Fiona Apple, Depeche Mode, with Sweeney Todd as the conductor. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad description at all. And, he was like Tim Burton, Sweeney Todd. I'm like, yes, he gets it. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day you'll get some uh, some of the music in those type of movies. Maybe <laughs> it seemed like it oh, would, I love that. Seemed like it yeah, would fit. <laughs> Danny Elfman is a, another huge influence on me. So, oh my gosh, if I ever got to work with him, that would be a dream come true. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Yeah. Do you know if they? How long have you been in Nashville now? Uh, two years. I wonder if they still do. I used to go up there and do this thing called the Days of 103. I don't know if they still do that. Have you, have you heard of that? No, I it's have like, not. They used to, it was something to do with the radio station, 103 point something. But they had 103 bands in three days at this place oh, called, wow. at this place called the Cannery. But I don't know, you'd maybe check into that. You would be able to, you would do really good at that if they still do it. I don't know if they... They do or not? We were 
we were there the night like that band uh, from the 80s called Jackal uh, got got uh, signed out of that thing when we were there once playing. <laughs> so <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> but that'd be a good uh, that'd actually be a good thing for you to do. I just don't know if they still do it. They may not even have that radio station anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. I'll I'll look into that. Yeah, it's called the Cannery. It's right downtown. It used to be like a real cannery, but now it turned into a bar. I'm not sure. You know, it's been a while, so who knows? <clears throat> do you find it uh, yeah. hard to? Is it hard to book gigs in Nashville now, or? I feel like it's just a weird time in general, you know, like post-COVID. I, I feel like people are still not sure what to do, but um, no, it's not been terribly difficult for me. Uh, for me, it's just I've been working on this album and, you know, kind of been in my own world in a cave for so long <laughs> yeah. that, uh, you know, now I'm just like ready to get out there, so... I, I that's, bet, that's I, the next step i bet you that bar the exit ends probably still there oh yeah over on De, um, what's demomrian or something i forgot the name of the street yeah, yeah i heard that the the owner i think is actually trying to fight some developers they're gonna try to turn it into a condo i think oh so. that was because that was a really good place to play for for a non-country stuff back yeah um yeah you would actually do well out here there's a pretty you get out here since it's kind of a Mormon state, you know, it's it's kind of there's a lot of counter culture to that out here. <laughs> you would yeah. you would do pretty well out here actually. Um <laughs> if you ever get a, get a chance to venture out west. Um as far as uh what do you got coming up besides the release and all, and all the other stuff? Mm-hmm. You got any uh shows coming up or Not at the moment, but yeah, I'm working on that. Um yeah, right now it's once I get those videos in, then I'm going to start really pushing that aspect of myself because um, performance is a very important part um, of what I do as well. Like I said, it's uh, inspired by a musical, so and I have a theater background, so I love performing. So I'm desperate to get out and do that. Um, so that's definitely the next step. Hopefully we'll be able to. It seems like... Hopefully COVID's not back on the rise as much as they say it is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where yeah. I don't know where you stand on the vaccine thing and all that. I don't want to get into it, but I know that it's kind of messing stuff up around here. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm very comfortable in my own world. I kind of hibernate and stay in there. <laughs> yeah. In my my fantasy world um, of Phantom Lady a lot. So I don't really honestly look at the news or come out of my catacomb <laughs> very often. Um, but, yeah, uh, I really hope that people can just continue to do what they love and what what gives them joy and happiness. And, you know, that's that's important in times like these. Yeah, yeah. Um, so where can everybody find all your... Uh all your stuff now besides uh, like I, I said spotify and i'm gonna play i play the so shadows on the show which are, the show won't air until next week but um what's uh where can everybody else find you on social media and all that yeah so my instagram is phantom lady music my facebook is phantom lady and uh, my website is www.phantom-lady.com and definitely visit the website because I'm going to start posting merchandise and stuff like that on there. So check that out. Yeah, I was going to I was going to say that too. Make sure everybody goes to the website because it kind of tells the story and 
kind of tells what you're all about. Um, what about YouTube? Do you have some stuff on there? Um, yeah, so my YouTube would be Phantom Lady on YouTube. Um, and I've got covers on there, and I'm going to start posting some some more soon. So Yeah, because your stuff would make some... Uh, Definitely make for some good videos if you had the right yeah. right uh, team behind you on that. Yeah. Well, I um, you know, I appreciate you calling in, and I, uh, you know, I've been, uh, I know it was kind of short notice. I had the time zones messed up. I was thinking you were, <laughs> I was thinking you were on Eastern time. And I was like, wait, I lived in Tennessee. That's not Eastern time. <laughs> it, it is on the Knoxville side, but um, yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I definitely appreciate you calling in, and I definitely uh like the music and I, I think everybody's gonna the listeners to the show is gonna go over to spotify and download those tunes and hopefully uh the new stuff will be out pretty soon yes thank you so much jeff yep and uh when you once you get the new album out and all and the merch out and all that uh we'll maybe revisit this revisit you on here and let us know what's going on that'd be amazing thank you all right this has been an interview with phantom lady i hope you have a wonderful day Thank you. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Come, if you dare, within these walls. On stage is color, beauty, and light. But in the shadows lurks a monstrous evil. these dusty corridors. Murder waits its call in the dressing rooms. And on cue, death makes his entrance. For this beautiful young girl is tangled in a web of terror. The Phantom of the Opera, the hideous echo of a night of agony and horror. A night that must be avenged, even from beyond the grave.
All right, everybody. Playing in a little open tuning today. Open A. Kind of interesting. Interesting tuning. You know, I have a CD called uh, Experiments in Open Tunings. I don't think I've ever released the CD. I haven't. Digitally. Maybe I will. There are some songs from it on a couple of my CDs, compilation CDs, like uh, Wooden Wires and... The Faceless Man, both of those are acoustic compilations. I think there's some stuff from that on at least one of those. I should know, but it's been a while since I released that stuff. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed the show today. I hope you enjoyed the interview with the Phantom Lady. I know I really enjoyed it. I know I really enjoy her music. I uh, love that kind of style, the haunting-type melodies with the, you know the piano and the voice. Good voice. Um, but I hope you... Uh, I encourage you to check it out. Go to the Phantom Lady website and and all that stuff. Uh, Spotify and all that. Keep track of what she's got going on over there in Nashville. And I ain't going to tell you to wear your mask. You probably should get a vaccine, I guess. But if you're against that, I guess you're against it. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I got one. But I haven't gotten COVID as far as I know. Or I didn't notice it if I did. I guess sometimes if you have the vaccine, and even sometimes if you don't, you don't really even notice the symptoms aren't that severe. So I don't think I've had it. Definitely got the Johnson's vaccine a while back. I'm a vaccine kind of guy, though. I get the flu shot every year. I got, you know, back when I was a kid, back in the day, we uh, we'd, we got vaccines for all kinds of shit. It's just the way it was, the way of the world. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great week, and I appreciate you tuning in. You can make a one-time donation, Venmo.com, slash Jeff-Lawrence-48. is L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E. You can contribute to the show directly on the website that I record it for, anchor.fm, slash Jeff-Lawrence. Also, tune into my other podcast I have, which is more of a, you know, I wouldn't say it's more of one, it is one. It's a guitar theory podcast, which is also on YouTube. And it's called The New Vaudeville. I do it on Anchor, too. It's uh, just look up The New Vaudeville, uh, and you'll find the podcast. It, it's, you know, if you're not a guitar player, it's probably not going to be that entertaining to you at all. And it might even be better to catch it on YouTube. If you do, make sure you like, subscribe, subscribe, and all that. I've only done two shows. Not sure if I'm putting a new one up this week or not. It's not really a consistent weekly type show. But, uh... And my YouTube channel's changed now. It's kind of screwy. I've had like six YouTube channels, and it's because I'll change emails. Back in the day, I would change emails or websites, and I have to start a new one. And then now I had one that I was using really well. It's called Jeff Lawrence Lessons. It's still up. All of my websites are still up. Or not websites, but all of my YouTube channels are still there. You search out Jeff Lawrence and Jeff Lawrence Group and Jeff Lawrence Lessons and all that. But then something happened where they merged with Google. I don't know. You have to log in with your Google account. So now it's not letting me log into that one. So I started a new one for the new podcast, which now you can... I just changed it. You can just look up Jeff Lawrence Music and then it's like slash podcast and uh, what else? Oh, lessons. So it's basically videos of me playing video and, you know, the lessons, which are basically the podcast too. And uh, just getting, only have like three videos uploaded to that. But if you go to that one, then you'll go down and uh, look at the 
other channels I've subscribed to. So I subscribe to all my old ones. So you can kind of link it up there. All my music's on there too from a record company. So you can just find uh, any of my songs on YouTube. They're not, it's not great videos. It just shows the name of the song and me and then you can hear the song. Or you can just listen on Spotify or whatever. And same thing with the Phantom Lady. You can listen to Spotify, YouTube for that. And uh, thanks again to her for being on the show. And uh, I'll catch you guys next week. I'm going to play you out with another little open A tuning. That I really don't know what I'm doing yet with it. But hopefully you like it. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station.